This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Pitch Perfect, get pitch slapped. You mess with the bull, you get the horns. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. And I'm Troy. And as you can probably tell by the fact that Hotlanta didn't yell something after Chris said something, Hotlanta's not here. True. Which is sad because the whole reason we're watching this movie is because it was my attempt at an April Fool's prank on him back for the first weekend of April. But then he wasn't there for that episode, so we watched something else. And then I wasn't there for the next episode. And then like, oh, we're all going to be here for this episode. So let's watch Pitch Perfect and we'll spill prank him. And then he had something come up and couldn't come. And I was like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, that's Just pretty accurate. So I guess this is our April Fool's episode. Yeah. Happy April Fool's, everybody. Yeah, you fuckers didn't see it coming. Yeah, see, that's why you don't do it on April 1st. Because then you don't, they don't suspect it. Wake up, sheeple. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when I asked my wife to marry me on a vacation that she planned. So that, uh, you know, she did not suspect that I was going to propose. Nice. Yeah. But enough about my marriage. How does this movie start, Chris? Well, it starts at the acapella finals. Yes, the what international collegiate something acapella blah blah blah. It's like ICCA, but I don't remember what it all stands for. International Championship of Collegiate, collegiate Acapella. Acapella. There we go. I didn't just yeah, look watched, that up. Yeah, I've watched this movie like like three three four times in the last month because I kept watching it for the podcast, and then we kept not having it. <laughs> So, I've seen this movie a lot. And uh, the Bella Barden Bellas is that the Barden? The well, first we have the Troublemakers, Chris. That's true. Who put on a wonderful performance of a song's name that I don't remember. Yeah, but but they do make themselves into an airplane on the uh, on the stage. Like they, they all group together and fly like an airplane. Well, you know, look like they're flying like an airplane. And uh, Elizabeth Banks, though, has the best line about that, where she says, nothing makes a uh, nothing makes a girl feel like a woman more than a band singing like a boy. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was, I was like, that's funny, but kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funniest uh, yeah, thing so is have a kernel of truth. Yes. But yeah, the troublemakers are the ones to beat, and out come the the Barden Bellas, who look like a bunch of flight attendants that are going to sing at you. Yeah, like they have the pencil skirts, the little blazers, and a fucking like scarf tied around their neck. Like it's, yeah, it's it's flight attendant, it's flight attendant chic. Yeah, and they start to sing the sign by Ace of Base. Which Cracked will tell you is a white nationalist band, but I have no idea if that's actually true. Ace of Base? Uh, according to Cracked, I, my hand to God, 
there is an article on there about how Ace of Base is like a neo-Nazi band. And I know that sounds completely untrue, like the like the music stylings of jizz in uh, in the cantina in Star Wars, among Moss Eisley in Star Wars. But I'm a hundred percent serious that there's an article on Cracked about how Ace of Base is like a white supremacist band. Uh, based on some of their lyrics and things like that. But yeah, so the, the Barton Bellas uh, perform their ode to Hitler. And uh, in the middle of it, one of them gets extremely nervous and projectile vomits all over the crowd. <laughs> and it's like fire hose, like ridiculous. Like, it's like, it was like, if, if it was Sam Raimi in blood, that's the vomit coming out of this chick's mouth. Yeah, and and for some reason the Barton Bellas do not win the competition. The Troublemakers do. Yeah, weird. Have you gotten to that article yet, Chris? Yes. <laughs> I sort told you I wasn't making it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have no idea if they actually are or not or not, but. Every time I listen to like uh, their album, The Sign, I want to play Shadowrun for some reason. That that our album just makes me think of the role playing game Shadowrun. But so yeah, so um, sadly the Bard Bellows did not win, and we cut to like three months later. Yeah, some amount of time. I think it's three months or four months. It's basically that was the end of one college school year. We're now at the beginning, beginning of a new one. Yeah. And, uh, we meet up with the new girl in town. What's her name, Chris? Yeah, I'm trying. Let's go with Reggie. Reggie. Okay. So Reggie, Reggie's there. Which is a shout out to the second movie in the series, but where you didn't watch that, so you don't know why it's Reggie. Nope, not a clue. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so, so Reggie, Reggie's uh, mixing, she's mixing some sick beats on her iPad. Or yeah, I, I'm sorry, iBook. Yeah, MacBook. she's running the ones and twos. Yeah, and uh, well, because you know that lady on that track is from the two one two. I, I don't know. That's what she says. That's what the lady says on the track that she's mixing. I'm from the 212. Yeah. I'll be she's honest. I, I recognize like 1% of the songs in this. Oh, wow. I apparently have listened to f- far more pop music from the early 2000s than you have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is weird because I'm not a big fan of pop music from the early 2000s, but I knew most of these songs. I do a couple from osmosis well i mean there was the one later on where she's mixed that has the proclaimers in it i'm sure you knew that one yeah yeah uh, but uh but yeah so she's mixing some sick she's mixing a sweet mashup on her laptop until her taxi arrives and then she hops in her taxi yeah and she heads to school yep barden university where uh one of the winchester brothers presumably uh shows up and sings uh carry on wayward son from by uh kansas at her until he gets driven off suddenly <laughs> like you do <laughs> yeah i like that i love that 
I love that one though, because like he's just back there, like he's singing at her, and he's like playing his little air guitar. And then the car just like lurches forward, and he gets slammed in the back of the seat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, you thought you were cool, buddy. So she uh, she gets to school, meets her the, roommate, and her rape whistle. Yeah, gotta have that. And remember, don't blow it unless it's happening. Yeah. She gets told. I I guess. Literally the line from the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but her roommate's already moved in, Chris. Who's her roommate? You know I don't remember the actual name. It's Kimmy Jid. Kimmy Jid. <laughs> yeah. And uh, originally she thinks that... Uh, Maybe she doesn't speak English, but no, it turns out she just doesn't like her at all. Yeah, all she gives is epic amounts of side eye at her. Like, you know that that picture with uh, Jane Mansfield leaning over a table and Sophia Loren is at the table and is like looking like giving like Jane Mansfield like massive side eye, like side eye equivalent to the size of Jane Mansfield's breasts. Like that's the level of side eye that Kimmy Jin just gives to Reggie all the time. Yeah. All the time. And uh, her dad shows up, Reggie's. Yes. He's a professor of, what, comparative lit or something? Yeah. And he's he's really wanting her to get into the college experience and gives her, you know, your basic uh, movie. You're going to make memories here that'll follow you forever and blah, blah, blah. You gotta put yourself out there and make friends, and you're you're coming here for free, so shut your mouth because I'm a professor. That's why you get it for free. Yeah, and I know you. I know you hate your stepmom, but she's my wife. Even though we never see her in any movie ever. And uh, in order to ditch her pops, she uh, heads off to the activities fair. Fair, yeah. You know that thing that doesn't happen where they in, in a real college where they have like all the all the groups have uh, tables set up and they're trying to like get you to actually no they do have that at least at Iowa State they did now I, I remember that because that was where I discovered what the SCA was I never joined the SCA but I found out what it was I don't know what it was there yeah so they're basically just out trying to recruit people. Some dude like for the swim team or the water polo team is there like in his his banana hammock and that's about it. But you know, I mean, he has swimmer bods, so it wasn't like he would look bad in it. And uh, there's some other folks like, uh, but predominantly, we're interested in the Bellas. Yes, because the Bellas are recruiting because apparently everyone quit after uh, Miss Blonde vomiter uh, vomited everywhere. And uh, so it's her and her ginger buddy are the two left, and they're recruiting. And some way, some one of the girls, one of the girl walks by, and they're like, "Oh, hey, Deb, you tried out last year. Do you want to try out this year?" And she's like, "No, no, because like you, you last year you said my my boobs look like baloney," and like opens up her shirt, and she's got fucking like areolas the size of like baloney slices under her white shirt. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, okay. I mean, not a nice thing to call someone baloney boobs, but I totally understand why you called her baloney boobs. Yeah. And uh, 
Fat Amy's next, I believe. Yeah, good old Fat Amy. Mm-hmm. And it's okay, because that's how she introduces herself. It's not us. Yeah, like, you call yourself Fat Amy? And she's like, yeah, so none of you skinny bitches call me that behind my back. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah. But, you know, Fat Amy apparently can not only you know match pitch, but she can do modern dance and olden dance mm-hmm. and and mermaid dancing yeah which which involves a lot of floor work <laughs> yeah and uh so yeah so they they sign her up for auditions and then reggie goes by and they're like oh hey she's like oh no, no i don't sing i just make music on my laptop and they're like are you sure and she's like yeah no i'm good thanks yeah and we then we follow reggie to the next booth that she finds which is the barden dj's yeah, but funny story. Now, DJ is Def Jew. Yeah. Which is really fucking funny. Because then Fat Amy joins her. And the guy, one of the guys comes up and he's like, says shalom. But, you know, I mean, you know, he says like he can't hear very well. And Fat Amy's like, that's not a real word. But, you know, keep working at it. You'll <laughs> get there. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah. So, uh, and then, um, oh, and uh, we forgot about uh, Winchester. Yeah. When he shows up at his dorm room, uh, he walks into my wet dream. Yeah. Which is a wall full of Star Wars shit. A dude in a, dirt, in a, in a cape who does close-up magic. Yeah. Like, if I... I don't do close-up magic, but if I could, I probably would. And I, I, I identify way too much with Benji. <laughs> yeah. Which is, which is sad, but true. And they, uh, no. they also made their way to the activities fair. And you find out that Benji is like a troublemaker super fan. Yeah. He saw him at the mall of America. And it changed his life. Yeah. That's why he got into close-up magic. Was their rendition of the song whose name I forget? Do you uh, believe in magic? Do you believe in magic by the Loving Spoonful? Yeah, it said it changed his life. <laughs> and they uh, they don't care for his eccentric behavior. Let's say <laughs> from his from his weird dorkiness. <laughs> yeah, his weird dorky super fanning. Yeah. But they do like the way that his uh, that Winchester sings. Yeah. And uh, so they both. And so, yeah, so. uh, It's audition time now, isn't it? Oh, no, no, it's not audition time yet. It's time for Reggie to take a shower. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad you agree. And uh, yeah, so Reggie is taking a shower and then just. Apparently the showers are only separated by shower curtains because Ginger like just pushes one of the curtains aside while Reggie's singing to herself in the shower and she's like, Holy shit, like you're great. Like, is that titanium? And apparently Reggie's surprised that Ginger knows the song. And then they they sing a little bit together, both naked. Yeah. While Reggie's like cowering in the corner, trying to cover herself with anything she can find, and Ginger's just standing there, apparently Starkers, like singing at her. And then Ginger's like, "Oh, you're really good. You should like try out for the Bellas." 
and then is like, and then um, Reggie's like, that's great. Yeah, sure. Uh, also, I still need to finish showering and you're here naked. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm very confident with all this. Yeah. And Reggie's response is, of course, yeah, you should be. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And then then it's audition time. Yeah, where they have to sing uh, Kelly Clarkson's song, Since You've Been Gone. Yeah. 16 bars? Yeah. I believe is which, what they said. Yeah, which I think is more than, they sang more than that. But they have they do a fun like montage of everybody singing it. There's a couple people who are super bad or super like overdramatic. And the one dude sings it like it's opera. And there's some other other ones in there and but like benji is real good winchester is real good there's an asian girl who with giant eyes who like whispers the song yeah um there is cynthia rose Mm -hmm. a woman a woman of color who uh is really good and uh, apparently the actress co-wrote like snm with uh rihanna apparently yeah she's pretty legit Um, yeah um and there's a couple other there's like yeah there's a few other women there that are real good they're good decent oh there's um can we call her squeak toy (laughs) it's based off of last episode yeah i mean (laughs) probably shouldn't but in honor of hotlanta we will call her squeak toy yeah that's Uh, the level of quality we would expect from him yeah, and everything she does is like overly sexualized. Um, like she is like overly sexualizing it. Yeah. Um Fat Amy is there, she does well. Mhm. I think that's it. Well, the Winchester and uh Magic Man are there. Oh yeah, and Winchester gets picked by Oh, no, he didn't, we don't know that yet. Yeah, they're, they will but contact we, them. Yeah, Winchester does really well. Ben, or yeah, Magic Guy does really well, too. Yeah. Um, and and then right as they're closing everything up, uh, Reggie walks in, and Ginger's like, oh, no, 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 like, you got to hear her. And Reggie's like, well, I didn't know we were supposed to prepare a song. Uh, and she's like, just do anything. And so Reggie takes a cup. And sits down at the edge of the stage and does this like cup tapping and passing routine while singing. I think it's an old country song. I don't recognize it at all, which I did not recognize at all either. Um, Uh, Let's see. Um, About the long way around. Or you'll miss me when I'm gone. Yeah. When I'm gone cups also. Yes. Known as. I think they released that as a single with Anna Kendrick singing it. I think there's a music video of her as a waitress at a restaurant. Um, and uh, uh, Pukey Blonde um, seems very impressed with her as well. And then they cut that scene. Hmm. Right. Yes. Or are you just are you yeah, something else? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, and then we get to the initiations. Yeah, where the 
the Bellas are in some kind of crazy candle room. Mm-hmm. And they've all been blindfolded. And then they uh they remove their blindfolds and they get sworn in as official Bellas. And part of the part of this the is that you're not allowed to have sex with any of the troublemakers. Yeah, lest wolves rip out your vocal cords. Vocal cords. <laughs> and uh, also, they have to drink the blood of their sisters. Yeah. And uh, the first girl's like, "Ew!" <laughs> and the and ginger's like, "It's Boone's farm. Don't worry." <laughs> yeah, which I'm like, "Oh, give me the blood." <laughs> well, you want you some strawberry hill, Chris? Come on. No, I don't want to drink what essentially is a forty ounce wine cooler. Uh, and um oh and the boys yeah so like uh cynthia rose um squeak toy uh, whisper whisper (laughs) oh whisper uh they all get uh picked up yeah basically the the ones who weren't bad go to the bellas yes yes and uh, the dudes, uh, Winchester and some other guy get initiated because they realize uh, Winchester realizes that a magic man's not there. And he's kind of like, uh, like, dudes, like, I mean, you could see in his head, he's like, dudes, like he was a good singer. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I understand why you didn't do it. He's also him, though. Yeah, it kind of sucks because he was really good. But I also get it. And then they go to the uh, the big acapella mixer yes I, I guess yeah in an amphitheater where um oh we forgot to say that McLovin led the uh the uh tryouts yeah he did yeah he, he he does that that's the only part he has in this movie is leading tryouts oh and it also I'm seeing something else later um yeah so yeah, it's a big mixer. People are singing and dancing. Uh, the leader of the troublemakers, Thumper, and uh, the... Uh, I don't know what that I don't know what that kid's real name is. I don't know what to call him for a fake name either. But uh, the I guess he's the beatboxer for the... Uh, the beatboxer rapper for the troublemakers. Yeah. And... Uh, glasses. Glasses, yeah. And they're there like... Yeah, like, man, the women can't handle us. Yeah, like, man, how many are we going to pick up? Man, I don't know. And the answer is zero. <laughs> well, I mean, well, almost. Fat Amy, Fat Amy kind of flirts with Thumper a bit, but, uh, like, he kind of spoils it by being a douche. Well, yeah, it's, and it's, he's a douche. it's some real junior high level, like, uh, gum in the hair flirting they're doing. Yeah. And also Thumper's just a douche douchebag. Yeah, in general, all the time. <laughs> yep. Uh, but although Adam Devine's a pretty funny actor, so but that's fine. Um oh, Winchester sees um sees Reggie and like starts running up the bleachers at her. Hey, hey, you remember me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they kind of like flirt. Yeah. There's some and, tension there for sure. Yeah, and then he goes off to get them drinks, and then Ginger runs up and, like, also kind of flirts with Reggie a little bit. Well, she has seen her naked. Yes, that also a line from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, but then uh, she runs off because Ginger needs her go-go juice or something, she says. Yeah. And uh, and so they have a party. Um, and then, oh, the next day is the beginning of Bella practices. Yeah. Where uh, the everything. Huh? Pukey Ball Blonde is the leader. Yeah. But there's got like a whiteboard full of like nonsense about how they are going to be, how they're going to win the, the national championships, the ICCA championships. And, uh, it's going to involve cardio and a lot of practicing. And fat Amy is not a fan of cardio, nor is Reggie. Yeah. But, but Reggie at least does the cardio. Like they have to run up and down the bleachers and stuff. And then fat Amy is like, lying down on the bleachers and then when she gets called on it she does horizontal running yeah she just kind of waves her feet in the air a little bit <laughs> well and at this point they've already cut one of the bellas for breaking the one rule yep she got treble boned yeah which i believe is the term they use uh yeah and uh gotta watch out for them yeah. toners yep <laughs> yes, a toner, which is a to- a, a musical boner. <laughs> and then Not they that uh, your boner is musical, but that you have a boner for someone because of their <laughs> musical talent. And then they they cut another girl because she admits that she also broke the cardinal rule. Yeah, and and they make her like drag her really, chair. It's this really like mousy, like shy looking girl. And you're just like, oh, good for you. <laughs> yeah, anyway. get him, girl. Like, yeah, like you get down with your bad self. <laughs> and that's also when Squeak Toy uh, points to her junk and says, like, you know, he's a hunter. I can't control him. <laughs> <laughs> you call, you call it a he? <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty good. Yeah. Oh, and um, oh yes, and. Uh, when they explain the whole no treble boning uh, rule, um, like Pukey Blonde says something about like this, you know, like about how they're their enemies. We can't, you know, like if you let them penetrate you, like it's, it's like, it's like losing to them or something. And Pat Amy's like, that's still not a good reason to use the word penetrate. <laughs> yeah. Not, not called for. No. <laughs> and, uh, Oh, yeah. So, like, they don't actually do any singing the first practice. It's just all, like, pukey blonde shouting at them and them doing cardio. Yeah. Oh, and maybe some, like, singing. Like, I guess they do a little singing practice. There's, like, a little montage of them, like, working on, like, some choreography stuff. and Yeah. Um, oh, and, uh, and Whisper whispers that some point in that like do you want to see a dead body but no one can hear what she says yeah whisper is always saying something fucking ridiculous yeah if you can if you want to if you watch it with the volume as high as you can tolerate you can usually catch what she says and it's usually worth it because it's it's a lot of non sequitur weird shit most of the time <laughs> yeah and uh reggie reggie's now got herself an internship at the radio station. Yes. Because that's her, her goal. Yeah, because she wants to get into the she wants to get into the music business and start paying her dues 
so that she can become a big time music producer. Yeah. And And who should be there? Well, Winchester, of course. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And the, um, the guy who runs the station is like almost gets Reggie's name, right. But not quite. And just doesn't even fucking care what Winchester's name is. Yeah. And he just has them stack C like basically like refile CDs. Yeah. It seems that's, like that's a all they do. Horrible, tedious job. Yeah. While he plays music on the radio station. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's your, it's your general there. They're blossoming the relationship. Yeah. Kind of they're, stuff. they're talking and flirting and, Although the DJ guy is like really hot, and so Winchester feels threatened by him, yeah, you can tell. And Reggie doesn't mind looking at him, you can tell. Yeah, he he is easy on the eyes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, at one point the 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 guy running the station like tells Winchester to go get him lunch, and uh, Winchester's like, you know, dude, you may want to lay off those hamburgers. Like, you're not gonna be 22 forever. And the DJ pulls up his shirt and it's got like, like he's like super shredded and he's like, I think I'm good. And Reggie's like, yeah, I think he's good. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I don't think I ever looked at, I, I wrestled and never like looked that shredded. <laughs> I have never had a pack to speak of. I, yeah, well, during wrestling season, I probably did. I never really paid attention to it, but I was never like, you know, like point zero point two percent body fat, like that guy apparently was. About a quarter off that thing. Yeah, you could bounce a cement brick off that thing. Um. Let's see. So, well, I don't know. There's I don't, more practicing and stuff. Yeah. And they have they have their first. Uh, performance at the Sigma Beta Theta fraternity mixer or something. Yeah. Garden party thing. It's a real shit show. Yeah, like the choreography is off. The the singing was barely okay. But and um the the guy the guy who like hired them was like, dude, like where are the hot bellas? Because like before, like they were all like tall, skinny white chicks in like you know stu- flight attendant uniforms, and now they're just like women of various colors, various heights, and various weights, and well, like regular like, people. <laughs> yes, they look like regular fucking people, and uh, they're still on the prettier side because you know it's a movie. But well, yeah, yeah, but uh, for a movie. They're regular people. Yeah, they're movie regular. Yeah. And uh, and so he uh, basically just tells them to go the fuck home. And uh, Pukey Blonde does not take that well because, you know, she is, you know, like the legacy of the Bellas is in her hands. And she, you know, wants to lead them to success and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Oh, yeah. And, she, she wants to get rid of that asterisk by their... Uh, performance from the last year at the finals were disqualified due to vomit. 
<laughs> and um, so they keep they work hard. Um, uh, regionals, right? At some point, uh, Winchester meets up with Reggie and says how his dream is to be a uh, uh, make like movie scores. Scores. Yeah, he wants to score movies. And she's like, movies are dumb because they're predictable. And like the you know, like if you could figure out the ending by the beginning, why would you watch the rest of the movie? And meanwhile, he's like, here's Jaws, Rocky, The Breakfast Club. Star Wars. Star Wars. Was E.T. on there too? I don't remember. I remember Star Wars because there's a whole bit about Darth Vader. Yeah. And she's like yeah, but movies are predictable. Like Empire Strikes, like you know, like Darth Vader being Luke's father. And he's like, "What do you mean? Like that's like the biggest like cinematic like twist ever." And she's like, "Dude, like Vader means father in German. His name is literally Darth Fodder, Father, Father." <laughs> Which is it's not quite Vader, but it's very close to Vader. <laughs> and uh, and so. You know, and he tries to get her to watch. He wa- he shows her the ending to the Breakfast Club, like that's going to mean anything to her at all. Yeah, here, here's the ending of this movie with zero context. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, it's great and all, but uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, they also have the riff off. Oh, the riff off, yes. Which is apparently like the the real hardcore, the uh, street acapella stuff. <laughs> It's acapella rap battles. Yeah. Basically. Which is somehow wonderful and stupid simultaneously. Yeah. And um, uh, McLovin is there with his uh, his sidekick. Yeah. And they, they introduce it. And the prize, Chris, what's the prize for the winning the riff off? <laughs> it's the official Hoobastank mic. That they used at some that the the like some recent concert they did at Barton University. <laughs> yeah, which uh, just saying the word "who mistake" will not never be funny to me. Yeah. I couldn't tell you a single fucking song that Hoover Stank ever made, but if you just say "Hoover Stank," that's just hilarious. And uh, so the dude's got like a like a flashlight with a bunch like, that's has a spinning light in it that like reveals what the uh, theme of the round is. Yeah. And and they never explain the rules. Well, I think the the rules, as far as I understand it are somebody starts and then you're supposed to jump in on their acapella set with the, the last word they said you take, you start with, that's the first word. That's you it. can infer from the the riff off, but they don't actually explain the rules no. until the third movie. That's that's yeah. I just picked that up from like how this plays yeah. out. Yes, and I think it's fucking hilarious that the third movie they explain how all of this works. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they and it's fun because like it's a bunch of like songs you probably know. There's like like a virgin by Madonna. Um, there's some like journey song whose name I don't remember all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, uh, S and M. 
Yeah. Which is funny because one of the ladies singing it co-wrote it. Um, uh, I always love that they, that fucking, uh, Reggie busts out, uh, no diggity by Blackstreet. Yeah. That's a solid move. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's good. And this is where Reggie kind of has a, has a change of heart. She's not really into it. She's only doing this stuff because her dad said that she had to like put the effort in and then if it didn't work out in a year, he'd pay for her to go to LA for music shit. Yeah. But it turns out she actually kind of digs singing and getting everybody into it because everybody's all singing along to No Diggity because it's No Diggity. Of course they did. Yeah. And, you know, and they, of course, everyone does like a perfect like acapella arrangement of their song with like everybody taking the proper part and the, you know, everybody's on beat and on key and like providing yeah. all the, the backup noises. And you're like, yeah, sure, it works that way in real life. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like any movie where like uh, a crowd spontaneously bursts into dance. Yeah. Like, okay. Because I bet there's no practice or anything that went into that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the Bellas, though, they lose because of bullshit technicalities. Like, it was supposed to be like it, and they used its to. Yeah. Which I guess if they had sung it is, it would have been fine. I'd, it is a bullshit technicality. But I mean, if you're going after that Hoobastank mic. Yep, you'll take whatever advantage you can get. I would. So, uh, now we're at re- regionals, I guess. Yes. And, uh, the Troublemakers, they rock the house as they're known to do. Yep. And there's Sacapella. Yeah, which is pretty... I hope you like puns about fucking acapella, because... Oh, I mean, they're all like like the treble makers. Oh, the uh, the best one though was uh, when uh, the fucking misogynistic uh, male host asked female host what her uh, her um, all girl acapella group was called in college, and it was the Minstrel Cycle. <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like so, yeah, John Michael Higgins basically plays like Fred Willard's character from like announcer character from best in show only slightly more knowledgeable but a lot more misogynistic yeah racist yeah um yeah but it's good and yeah it's i mean it's played for laps i mean but you know like it's not okay that he's racist and misogynistic but they keep him anyway um Oh, yeah. And so you have the Sacapella, the Troublemakers, and the Barden Bellas get up there and do their thing. And they're okay until they get to what? Uh, turn the beat around. Yeah. Uh, and- where Fat Amy takes over. And um, oh, we forgot Fat Amy would not normally be doing this solo. Normally it would be Ginger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ginger, Ginger announces after the horrible Beta Sigma Theta. Uh, thing that um, she has nodes. Yeah. And she will bravely, you know, bravely struggle through them with all the strength that she and her sisterhood can muster, but she has nodes. Yeah. 
And like uh, it's they play it like she fucking has cancer and it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Which like the doctor said I may never sing above a G sharp ever again. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. So they need a new they need a new soloist and Ginger's like, "What about Reggie?" And Reggie's like, uh, well, if I get to change the arrangement and songs, I would be happy to. And Pukey Blonde is like, well, of course not. I rule this group with an iron fist. Why would I let you do that? And then Reggie's like, well, then I won't. And then Fat Amy's like, well, then I will. And they're like, okay, Fat Amy, go for it. Yeah. And she does. Oh, God. Yeah. Like to the point where she rip, rip opens her shirt at the end of the song. Yeah. She brings the patented Fat Amy energy to it. <laughs> yeah. And I think, and they end up like getting second, which is you need to get first or second to move from regionals to districts. Yeah. But this is when the tensions flare up a little bit within the group because uh, Reggie's like, hey, you know, uh, Maybe we switch it up a little bit. Because our shit's boring. Yeah, the Troublemakers, they never sing the same song twice, and people love it. And we keep doing the same thing over and over. And Pukey Blonde, though, is like, well, but but I want I want to be in control of everything, and so we are going to do the sets that I have determined we are going to do, and that is it. Yeah. And... And then it's and, it's mostly just like practice montage. Yeah. Um, getting ready they get for the semifinals or districts or whatever. I don't know. The one between red regionals and the ICCA finals. Yeah. And there, uh, there's there's you know the the flirting between Winchester and Reggie continues. They're uh, they're getting closer. Yep. And yeah, and then so at the competition though, there is this other group whose name I don't remember. Nor do I. I, I think Foot was in the was in the name, but they're real good. Real good. And like yeah, and their lead singer is amazing, and. You know, and then, uh, and so the Bells are watching them perform, and like Pukey Blonde's like, we just have to beat them or the Troublemakers. We don't have to beat both. We just have to beat one of them. And Reggie's like, I don't think we can beat them with our set. So in the middle of the the Bellas set, um, Reggie starts singing, like mashing up a song into the current song that they're singing. And it kind of throws everyone off a bit because they're not used to hearing whatever Reggie's doing. It sounds good though. Like it's a good, like it works of songs. It works. And, um, when she starts doing it, like the judges and the crowd actually perk up a little bit. Uh, but sadly it was not enough to get them second place. The troublemakers and the other team, uh, move on first get first and second and then there's a big dust up in in backstage with like pukey blonde yelling at reggie about how she messed everything up messed everybody up by doing that and reggie like but i made it better and 
the Buki Blondes, but look, you threw off Fat, you 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 threw off Fat Amy, and Fat Amy is like, well, yeah, it was a little surprising. It would have been nice to like know about it ahead of time. And Reggie's like, yeah, but like I was never it was never going to happen if I said anything, so I just had to do it. And then Buki Blondes like, yeah, and you're too busy thinking about Winchester, and then Winchester shows up and's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> oh, we skipped the entire part. After the uh, first one. Oh, you're one. right. That was after the first one. I thought that was after the second one. So, uh, after after regionals, the troublemakers come out and they're all cheering. And in the lobby is are the tone hangers, <laughs> who are um, a bunch of dudes you recognize from Judd Apatow boobies, mostly. Yeah. And. Uh, they're they're singing i i can't they're, they're singing out there and then they see uh the yeah the troublemakers and they're like hey dude do you guys want to like have a sing off and they're like like or a legit fight they're, they're gonna fight yeah yeah they want to fight and uh of course thumper's like i would but i pulled a quad like he like, grabs his sides as he pulled a quad yeah because that's where <laughs> your quads are yeah and he's like but basically, I'd fight you if you weren't so lame. And uh, they, they, the tone hangers like grab, like start trying to get in their faces and like trying to get one of them to to fight and like start. I think they even push like Winchester. Yeah, which causes Reggie, Reggie to run in. Yeah, Reggie runs in and like just like pounds the dude in the face, and he's like, "Ow!" and she's like. Ow! <laughs> yeah, and then that's like when the melee never hit anyone before in her life. Yeah, and then the melee ensues. Yep. Where uh, and, uh, Fat Amy kicks him in the junk. Yeah, like she tells he tells her to kick him in the junk, and so she does, and he's like is in pain, but seems to be enjoying it. And then she grabs the the trophy, and it's like, "Give me a sharp piece. I want to stick it up his ass." And the guy gets down on his hands and knees. Yeah, he's presenting. It presents, and uh, but then Reggie and um, Fat Amy are fighting over the trophy, and it pulls apart, and a piece goes flying through the w- window, and then that's when the cops show up with you know destruction of property occurring. Yep, and they bust Reggie. Yeah, and, uh, and Winchester then, bails her out though. Well, he shows up at the police station to pick her up. But he didn't bail her out. He called her dad, and her dad bailed her out. And she goes a little bit nuclear nuclear at that point. Yeah. Because she didn't want her dad getting involved. But And, of course, now he's like, he's like, what are you thinking? He's like, I was, what do you mean? I was, I was, you know, I joined a group. I was putting myself out there. Like, I was making, like, I made, like, legit friends. And, like, and he's like, well, with this kind of bullshit, I'm never going to pay for you to go to L.A. And. She gets a bit pissed off about that and yells it also lashes out at Winchester a bit. Yeah. So fast forwarding back to where we were. Yeah. When he tries to uh, like intervene on her behalf with the Bellas, she like flips out on him and like basically is like, I'm not your girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. And like storms off. Yeah. And. And uh, Magic Man uh, was there, and he keeps trying to, like, get Reggie to stop, but she just stomps off. And then while he's out there, 
out in the hallway, he sees the lead singer for the second place group walking out with his parents who have a book bag that says, my son is an honor student at JFK High School. Yeah. Which, as we know, this is a collegiate level tournament. Yes, you have to be in college to compete at the collegiate level. And so a few weeks later, uh, the Bellas all start getting texts about how they won the, uh, or that they're going to be going on to uh, finals. Finals, yes. Sorry, my words left me. Um, and uh, Pukey, well, Pukey gets everybody together. Yeah. And that's when Ginger's like, oh, I texted uh, Reggie. And then tensions come to a head. Because <laughs> they're kind of like, they're like, why would you like call? Like, why would you call Reggie? She's like, well, you're always trying to control everything, and blah, like, well, because she's a good singer. Like, I don't think so. Like, you're like, like you can't have that opinion. And she's like, why? Because it's not your opinion. And then Pukey Blonde basically is like, you know what? I can cut loose too. I can just let things go. You know, like next time I'm not. You know what? I'm not gonna hold back anymore. And then just starts puking all over the place. Yeah, because apparently she's just like always almost gonna throw up everywhere. That's your secret, Chris, is she's always nauseous. Yeah. And then there's vomit everywhere. Everybody starts fighting. Whisper gets pushed into the vomit. And makes vomit angels. <laughs> it makes a vomit angel. It's so good. It's so weird. Uh, and in the middle of that melee... In walks Reggie, like, hey, girls, what up? And they're like, everything's fine. Yeah, everything's cool. <laughs> and they all uh, they all realize that they, they want to make it all the way. They want to go to finals. And that they got a band together. So they all... Uh, they share secrets. Yeah. Uh, and secrets include the fact that... Um, Cynthia Rose has a gambling addiction. Yeah, and has ever since she broke up with her girlfriend a couple of years ago. And the whole time, Fat Amy's like, "I think Cynthia Rose is gay. I think she's a lesbian." And that's not the reveal because you could tell she was a lesbian by the way she kept being a lesbian. Yeah, being uh. a lesbian. Uh, the real was that she had a gambling problem, and also that her ex girlfriend was one of the singers that did not have a name or a storyline in the, in the group. Yeah. Just one of the nameless people. Yeah. Like at, at one point they turned to these girls like, have you been here the entire time? Like, who are you? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. And, um, Oh, squeak toy apparently has lots of sex. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we all knew that. She's like, Oh no. Cause I just told you. And they're like, uh, Sure. Yeah, okay. Yes. You you that win this round. Yeah. <laughs> uh Fat Amy is actually Fat Patricia. Yep. <laughs> and finally, um Ginger had gotten surgery to have her nodes removed. And that's why she sounds like she's been smoking three packs of cigarettes a day when she sings. Yeah, because she thought it was over. Yeah. And um Well and and, and Reggie was uh 
Reggie was so a loner girl, but now she's got friends. Yeah, like she's never had like really female friends before, but you nerds are her friends now. Yeah. And then Pukey is like, so what do we do, Reggie? Fix it. Fix all this. <laughs> and so. And yeah, and so. But they also. Yeah. So they uh, and, and she's like, I have an idea. And they go to the pool that they had the riff off in. On account of the vomit. Yes. Because <laughs> there's vomit. All- oh, and the pitch pipe that can that signifies like leadership. It gets like flung into the vomit accidentally once. Yeah. At some point. And uh, Reggie's like, yeah, I'm not going to pick that up. Yeah, that's going to stay there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so they, they have like a Bruno. They do like a Bruno Mars something else mash up like spontaneously and everyone thinks that sounds really awesome. And, and they think that they are ready for, um, uh, so they, they do the thing where they put their hands in and then like on three, they sing like, ah, and, um, so they do it like a one, two, three, the one goes, and then they hear like an, oh, and it turns out that apparently gingers, vocal range has dropped significantly due to her surgery so she can sing bass yeah which they missed a good opportunity to use a, there's a song called grandma sing sang bass like an old jug band song about how grandma grandma sang bass yeah <laughs> they could have used that in that movie but they did not and that's when whispers like hey guys i know someone who can help us out <laughs> yeah like at a, at a normal volume and if enemy's like Bitch, you don't have to yell. <laughs> and uh, it's the only time she speaks audibly, I think. Yeah. Oh, we forgot about the trip to the district semifinals. Yeah. Yeah. When they okay, so the they're driving. You know, so now we're back to between. You know, they're, they're you sure you watched this way. three times? Oh, I didn't say I watched it in in, in like order. <laughs> <laughs> you made your own Quentin Tarantino's inspired version That's of right. it. Yeah, you know you got you got to do your uh, you got you know, got to mix up the time. Um, yeah, I watch movies asynchronously, asynchronous or a. I don't know. Fuck if I. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm having a bad day. Uh. Yeah, so they're driving to the semifinals and they're getting low on gas. So Fat Amy goes out to uh, and they sing um, whatever Miley Cyrus is partying in the USA on the way there. And then Fat Amy gets out to pump gas, and the troublemakers are driving by, and Thumper throws a burrito at a bean burrito at Fat Amy, and she like falls to the ground like I've been hit, <laughs> like I've been shot, and then so. There's a whole bunch of drama about that. They get back into the the van and they start driving or the bus. They're driving to and they run out of gas because Fat Amy forgot to put the gas in after she got burrito sabotaged. Yeah. And then they she has Thumper's number in her phone and calls him for a lift. And so the troublemakers pick them up and, you know, there are complete douches through them the whole time. But uh, Whisper is up by Glasses, who's driving and he's like kind of beatboxing to himself. And then she starts beatboxing. He's like, oh, it's sweet. And then she whispers, I light fires to feel joy. 
He's like, that's cool. <laughs> that's adorable. <laughs> that's adorable. And so, fast forward back to um, the uh, the ICCA, ICCA finals. Well, before the finals, Reggie tries oh. to reconcile. Yeah. With uh, Winchester because she's watched the movies and they made her feel the feelings. Yes. And she played, she was specifically the Breakfast Club and, uh, you know, that Simple Mind song, Don't yeah. You Forget About Me. And she wants to tell him, you know, how her heart grew three sizes that day. But he's annoyed with her because she, like, was mean to him. Yeah, like, super unpleasant. Like,. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so they're yeah, getting ready to go to the finals but then what's his head the boss guy of the trebles oh thumper yeah he gets an uh an opportunity to go to la to sing backup for john mayer yeah so he just fucks off yeah he's like I have a glorious life. Fuck all y'all. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, wow, he's an asshole. <laughs> one guy's like, he writes all his own fan mail. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, Winchester's like, like, I got this, boys. I got an idea. And he goes to get Magic Man. He's like, hey, you're in, but you can't be you for obvious you be, reasons. You can't be weird about it. And he's like, what do you mean weird? And then like a like his dove that he uses for uh, magic tricks lands on his shoulder, and he's like, "Oh, I get it." Yeah. <laughs> so they head to the finals, and uh, the Bella's got a whole new uh, routine. Well, the, but the troublemakers perform first. Yeah. And they sing like bright lights. It's about bright lights in the city. I don't know that song at all. Yeah. And then uh, magic. Which is by B.O.B. featuring uh, Rivers Cuomo. Yeah. And, and of course, the magic refers to uh, Magic Man. Yeah. And uh, it's a good set. It's fun. Yeah, this is the first time where they're showing like a whole. Like. Like set before it's just yeah. like 45 seconds worth of whatever. Yeah, and it's mostly Thumper. Yeah. And then the finals, though, were treated to, like, a three-minute, like, real thing. Yeah, and, like, Glasses does a rap. Magic Man sings. Everybody's dancing sings. clapping. Yeah, yeah, it's good. One guy plays another guy like a stand-up bass. Like you do. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's fun. And then, like, yeah, so the bell is like, oh, shit, that was good. And then the Bellas have, yeah, they have a new look. They have their, like their little like red and blue bandanas, but everyone's either got like tied on their wrist or like in their pocket. I think Pukey Blonde still has it around her neck because you know she's still that uptight. Yeah, but, she's but she's just repping. Yeah, and um, they get out there and they perform like what price tag by Jesse J. Uh, don't you forget about me. Me by Simple Mind. They worked that in there. A couple other songs too, I think. And um, you know, and of course they 
they're mashing it all up and like they they sing they're singing different songs at the same time but all sounds good because that's how mashups work and and Winchester they, is moved by the fact that she's singing the the simple yeah don't uh, yeah, don't you forget about me by simple minds yeah and he's like oh she must have watched the movie yeah she cares yeah so they they nail their set and uh Winchester and Reggie have a have a kiss yep because she's finally completed her character arc for the film yep and they they win the ICCA championships yep and that means that they get to pick the next song for the the auditions for the next year Mm-hmm. And the next song is Chris. What did you think about the movie? Uh it's it's pretty okay. I mean, it's not really my genre of choice, but it's pretty funny. It's I it's not fucking Shakespeare or anything narratively, but I mean, I think Rebel Wilson is pretty funny. When you let her just kind of do whatever her weird shit that she wants to do is. She's got some real good... You can tell they let her just go and yeah, do whatever. They let her improv a lot of shit, I think. There's a, there's a lot of good... They're not really jokes, it's just kind of gags. Yeah. Like, it's a... Uh, this whole thing feels like... A, like a satire... But it's super low key, like almost it's like a very dry satire. Yeah, almost everything is a joke in this, even if it doesn't seem like it's a joke at the time. The two announcer guys are fucking hilarious. Yeah, because they're just both being wildly inappropriate about everything. Yeah, like Elizabeth Elizabeth Banks, like, I think executive produced this movie, and then like executive produced and directed the next movie. Like she was really into this, into this these movies. And I mean the the musical numbers are totally fine. I didn't recognize any of the songs, but they're technically competent. I mean they're not bad. Again, not my genres of choice, but I don't know. I don't know if there's a lot of acapella metal and punk rock out there so who knows i feel like acapella like there should be punk acapella because like what's what's more punk than not even playing instruments i guess that's true but no there's there's nothing wrong with this it's certainly and, not and there's there's rockapella chris that's true and they still want to know where in the world is carbon san diego the warrant I mean, yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with this. I don't... I guess I say watch it. I mean, it's fine. I just don't have particularly strong feelings about it. I think it's okay. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, a little on the long side, I guess. It's pushing two hours. Yeah, it's like five minutes short of two hours. But, yeah, I mean, you could do worse if you're looking for something in this particular wheelhouse. What do you say, Troy? I like it. 
I mean, I'm a sucker for like musicals and dance movies. So, and I've always enjoyed acapella music. Actually, maybe that's one of my guilty pleasures. I don't know. I don't know how guilty I feel about it, but, uh, so yeah, this movie hit me real well. Um, like there's a few people I recognize from outside of the movie, but there's a few people I recognize because of the movie. Um, like, you know, like, like Anna Kendrick, definitely. I think this is the first thing I ever saw her in. Um, and rebel Wilson as well. But like Anna camp, I knew from, I knew from true blood. Uh, I mean, Elizabeth Banks, I'd seen in other things, John Michael Higgins, I'd seen other things. Um, but no, this movie I think is hilarious. Uh, it's really well done. I kind of think of it as a far, far, far less problematic revenge of the nerds. Um, so with more singing and dancing, uh, but I mean, I, I feel like, yes, this is a bit of a satire, but I think it also is a bit of a love letter to, uh, to like acapella music because like they take every, uh, every bit of it seriously, even though it's ridiculous and they, they know it's ridiculous, but they still take it seriously. Um, so yeah, I think this is well worth watching. Uh, especially if you enjoy pop music, I guess, uh, they, they play, they sing a lot of it. Um, so yeah, I will say, watch this movie. What are you watching next week, Chris? I think we're going to watch reefer madness. Yes. Reefer madness. And we're going to watch the newer one because it's a musical and hopefully Hotlanta will be here and I'll still have made him watch a musical this month. That's the important thing. Yeah. I mean, there's, and, and if this was suggested by Mr. Green. So Mr. Green, if that's not the one you want us to watch, let me know and we'll watch the other one later. Yeah. The important but, thing is that there's a musical. That, and I make Hotlanta watch one at some point in April. Yeah. So what if other people want to recommend musicals? How would they do that? Well, they d- should not let Hotlanta know because then we will never find out that we should watch them. Uh, otherwise, they could email us at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. They could reach us on Facebook where we are Slaughterhouse Princess. They could tweet us at Slaughter Prince, which is Slaughter Princess with no vowels in princess. They could go to our subreddit, r slash podcast. Um, they could go to our discord server, which is at discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. You can get your invite there. Uh, otherwise, if you want to listen to us in some other way than you already are, you could try Spotify, uh, Stitcher, uh, Google music, iHeartRadio, pretty much any podcast aggregator that you can search for podcasts on has us there. You could bark at your Alexis to make her play Slaughterhouse Princess. You could tell your Google Home to make us that you want to listen to us and they will play us for you. Um, otherwise, if you want to support us financially, you can go to store.slaughterhouseprincess.com or patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com where we are still working on our little Patreon special thing. We'll get it done. It just takes a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. As Axel Rose would say, you just need to have a little patience. Mm-hmm. I was thinking November rain, but years makes more sense. (laughs) Which is probably more sense than Axl Rose usually makes. So come back next time for Reefer Madness. And what other podcasts think about movies, 
We won't sing about movies because no one wants to hear that. Bye. That's where Evermoist shows up.